Welcome to Dancing on Water, a podcast bringing you stories of faith and how they interact with church and missions. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Hope you guys are doing amazing. Welcome to another episode of Dancing on Water. My name is Josh Rice. Today, I want to give you guys uh, an update on life and ministry here in Mexico. We are uh, continuing on with our predominantly online model of ministry for now here uh, in, in our different churches throughout the country. Um, the government has released their plan towards reopening, kind of their, their guidelines, and um, they're, they're using what they call the stoplight system. So um, kind of a green through red uh, system. And um, right now our, here in our main church in Nayeri, we are uh, a red state. Actually, all the, 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 the states where we have um, our churches are in red. And so we are um, basically on hold as far as having in-person services. And so we're just doing the best we can to uh, minister. We're releasing several different messages a week, um, worship. Uh, we're doing live um, streaming worship and, and preaching on Sunday and um, just just trying to, to minister and help, trying to stay in touch with people. Uh, a lot of our different mission churches in, in some of the villages are, are doing an amazing job of, of keeping in touch and uh, helping out. We've, we've uh, kind of made these food bags, like these bags of basic food items, um, uh, you know, kind of home items. And um, I'm really proud of the fact that to this point, we've been able to help every single person who has needed help, everyone who's asked for it. And uh, our prayer is that we can go through this whole kind of crisis, this whole virus time with, with um, the ability to help all of those who need it. So uh, just from the get-go here, I want to say thank you guys. Thank you so much for your generosity, uh, your, your prayers, your giving, your faithful giving, even in this time. It's amazing. It truly uh, blows us away. Uh, God has provided for every need. And I can truly say that our ministry is strong and, and we're praying for this to end. I mean, we miss doing ministry the way we want to do it. Uh, we, we miss being able to get out there and do more. Um, but I know that God is using this time to do a lot of things. And uh, we're actually believing that when we get back to church uh, normal, uh, or as we want to do it, that we'll have more faces and more people because we are kind of reaching a new audience uh, throughout all this. And, um, and so we're just believing that we will have even more impact uh, once we can get back to live in-person services. And um, so again, thank you. Thank you uh, for your faithfulness. It, it, it truly is working. It truly is amazing. And um, our orphanage is doing great. Everybody is, uh, is healthy. Uh, the kids are all um, in the house pretty much all day, uh, and um, a lot of them, a lot of their schools have adapted to this, and they're doing uh, kind of distance learning, like they send the homework via text message, or in some of the cases, some of the kids are doing online classes, um, like they with Zoom and, and other things. So um, they're all they're all doing good, uh, and and again because of, of your faithfulness, we've not had any needs that have not been met with the orphanage. And, and so it truly is a great testimony. I mean, it's an, it's an awesome testimony um, to your faithfulness and, and how God, above all, God has provided and, and been faithful through this. Our Heart uh, for Mexico School of Missions is concluding this school year. So the kids are graduating and uh, it's a little different because we cannot have our normal graduation party and ceremony. So they're going to do uh, an online ceremony for them. Um, and we are currently interviewing for next year's class. If uh, 
that's something that interests you, by all means, let us know. We, um, we have a great program for English speakers, uh, for Americans, that uh, they can come down here, they can learn Spanish, they get uh, tutoring, uh, translation during the classes as they learn. And it really is a, a cool way to get plugged into a missions experience. You get a lot of hands-on experience uh, in one of our churches, and um, it's a great way to uh, kind of explore the mission field that way. And, uh, and it's a great school, too. It's nine months of, of really good uh, Bible training, Bible school. So if that's something that you're into, uh, please let us know. Send us a, an email, and, um, and we will give you more information about that. Uh, it's 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 definitely been a crazy time it, it, just being here on the mission field and uh, living through this down here. I know it's crazy for everybody, wherever you are listening to this. I know it's something that we've never lived through before. And one of the things that's really stood out to me is I, I feel like um, there is a huge spiritual attack against our peace, against our peace of mind. Um, it's so easy uh, right now for anxiety and worry doubt, uh, fear, um, stress, for all these emotions to kind of take over. And uh, I, I, at the same time, I feel like there's been this like palpable ache for, for, for the Word of God. I, I mean, just like God, speak to us. Um, and I've, I've definitely felt that. And I hope that we've had that same feeling in all of our churches with all of our pastors and leaders. And a couple weeks ago, I was really just praying like, God, I, I just want... I want to hear from you, you know, speak to me and kind of open my Bible up. And, and the story that really jumped out at me was in 2 Kings 5 with Naaman, who is the, the leper. It's a famous Old Testament story. And, and it hit me as I was kind of thinking about that story that right now I think we're all kind of facing this mental leprosy. Uh, it's so easy for these negative thoughts and for, you know, anxiety, whatever, to really kind of take over and, and, and just kind of be this leprosy of the mind. Uh, in, in these ancient times, leprosy was pretty debilitating. I mean, it took over your life. It, it affected the life you, you wanted to live. Uh, and so, you, you know, in many cases, you were cut off from society. You were considered unclean in some culture. And, and it, it basically took your healthy body and made it, uh, in, in a sense, to where you couldn't live in society as you wanted to. You couldn't do your daily life like you wanted to. And it affected everything. And I think right now there's, there's, a, there's a tendency for all of us to have this mental leprosy where it just kind of takes over. I mean, and, and the worry, the fear, the, the doubt, and it can affect how we live, the decisions we make. Um, for, some, for some people, it's, it's really easy to fall back into old patterns uh, based off of this anxiety and, and um, to look for some kind of comfort. And, you know, we, we know in who we have believed. I, I love how... Paul says that in the New Testament, like we know in whom we have believed. And while we're kind of facing this, this mental leprosy and this constant threat to kind of just give into the worry, fear, stress, the doomsday attitude, what's going to happen and when's it ever going to change? Is it going to change? What's the economy going to look like? Um, I just want to encourage you today with, with some thoughts about Second um, Kings 5 and and I just, I believe that during this time, during this kind of spiritual attack on our peace, that it is truly possible to walk in peace and joy and freedom and all that stuff. And so in 2 Kings 5, 1, uh, just starting the chapter off, it says that, it says, Now Naaman was commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. 
And, and I think, again, it's like so many of us have this idea of what we want to do, like what we wish we were doing, what could we be doing. Now, for many people, there's a, a reality of, of being out of work or um, not having the same level of income as before. And, and it's kind of like, oh, we, we, we want to get going with this. And, and, and our mind, in a way, is, is, it can really take over and spread the doubt or the fear or the worry. And um, there was a, a young girl in his house. We don't know how old she was, but... She had come from Israel. She was a servant there in his household. And, and she said, uh, you know, she heard of this and she, she had known of, of God because of, of where she had come from. And, and she, she says in five, verse five, or chapter 5, verse 3, that she said to her mistress, If only my master would see the prophet who was in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. She, had, she knew what God could do of the situation. She had an idea. She knew. And, and so... Naaman heard of this and, and he decides to go he had nothing to lose. So he goes to check it out and um, he, he shows up to the king and the king kind of, you know, freaks out and says, what am I supposed to do? I can't help you. And Elisha heard and Elisha was the prophet and he said, well, send him over to me. And Elisha represented the voice of God for the people um, in his area. And so uh, in verse nine, it says that, so Naaman went with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. It says, Elisha sent a messenger to say to him, go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be restored and you will be cleansed. So I read this story a couple weeks ago. It was really heavy on my heart. And um, I kind of started to research and read some commentary about it. And uh, something jumped out to me. I honestly had, hadn't known or didn't know. What Elisha is telling him to do here is actually what was required of someone who was healed of leprosy. Uh, before they could reunite to society, they had to be ceremonially cleansed, and that would require a washing. And so Elisha, in essence, was sending Naaman to do in faith what he would have had to do had he been healed already. So he's basically saying to him, go in faith. I mean, go in faith and do what is required of you. Do uh, what the law says to do. In other words, do what anyone would know to do um, that knew of God, go and do it in faith. And so that that's just, it stuck out to me so much. I feel like God's word for us in this time of mental leprosy is to go in faith, to walk in faith, and to do what we know to do. Uh, to walk in faith and do things like cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be thankful in all circumstances. Um, be joyful in all circumstances. And, and, and you know, um, those who are in James 1, those who are facing tribulation, take joy. And, and so these kind of go against what we would want to hear from God, if we're honest. We, we want this just to end or God just fix it or fix my mind or fix my anxiety, take it away take, or, or whatever. Give me, a, give me what I want. Make me more comfortable. Um, and we had this idea kind of of what we wish God would do. And I truly believe that his word for us is just believe, go in faith. That's believing. Go in faith and do the basic things that you know to do. Do the basic things. You know, be joyful. Cast your anxiety on him. You humble yourself before the Lord. All, all the, the basic things that, that we may know deep down in our heart somewhere, but we just want to see this huge God fix it answer. And, and even Naaman, it says in verse 11, but Naaman went away angry. He got mad and said, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord of his, his God, wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. Are not, 
Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleansed? So he turned and went off in a rage. I think we truly need to guard our hearts that we don't respond similarly as we're facing this crisis and, you know, praying for more and God, why aren't, you know, why is my economy being affected or why, why can't we do what we want to do? And um, I love the answer. He had some, some people uh, that surrounded him, some of his servants, and I love what they say to him in verse 13. It says that Naaman's servants went to him and said, my father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? So, I mean, if God would just out of nowhere, just, you know, fix something for you or, or, or you know, give you a, a different job that you want or uh, just make all this go away. Like there's a cure tomorrow or whatever it is. I mean, wouldn't we be thankful? Wouldn't we be, we'd be excited? And, and it says, so how much more then when he tells you just go wash and be cleansed? Um, it says in 13, how much more if he says to you wash and be cleansed? It's, it's I, I just feel there's such a strong conviction. How much more then if, if you know that you can go in faith, you can walk in faith and do what you know to do. Do the basic things. Um, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I mean, these basic things, walk in them and be cleansed. I, I truly believe that is uh, something we all need to, to walk in right now. And um, and so in verse 14, it says, So he went down and dipped, some, had dipped himself in the Jordan seven times as the man of God had told him, and his flesh was restored, and he became clean like that of a young boy. Then Naaman and all his attendants went back to the man of God. He stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the world except in Israel. And, and it's exciting to me to, to know that from this point forward, right now, throughout this whole crisis, we've been able to say that throughout this whole coronavirus uh, crisis, we've been able to say, our God is able, our God has provided, our God is providing. And I'm excited to get to the end of this and say, look, there is one true God and he did this. He kept everything going. He kept our ministry safe. He kept them uh, afloat. He kept our churches um, you know, in, in a position where we can keep doing ministry. He gave us the ability to help the needy. He gave us the ability to keep ministering even in this crisis. And it does require this simple attitude of, okay, I'm going to walk a bit. And it's amazing because Naaman got what his heart desired. He wanted to be healed. He wanted to be restored. And he thought it was going to happen in a certain way. He thought some amazing, he was going to walk up to the prophet and some amazing, I don't know, just crazy miracle was going to happen and he was going to walk away better. But it, it required him to just believe to walk in it and to do the basic things. I mean, everyone who was healed of leprosy went through this, um, ceremonial cleansing and, and, and it was just like well go and do it in faith even though you're not seeing what you want to see yet believe that you will see it believe that you will see it and go do uh, the basic things required of you and so for all of us I just pray that we can have that attitude we, we aren't seeing the answer that we want to see yet we want to be back in our, our church buildings we want to be able to minister and do outreach and we want to keep rescuing kids. We want to see more kids in our Bible school. We want to be working with teams. But right now, we have to understand that by faith, we're going to be there. We're going to be in a better spot. And so for now, it's walk in faith and just do what we know to do. We will give thanks in all circumstances. We believe that God is our provider. We are believing for his provision. Uh, and, and, and I can't wait to say at the end of this, there is one God and he did this. Uh, another thing that I think is really kind of obvious here is 
this the baptism symbolism i mean he went he goes and dips in the river comes out and uh this is a tradition we've been following now for thousands of years since the early church that we still do today with a new believer uh, we baptize them in water and that is obviously a symbol of them dying to their old life them dying to who they were going under the water and then coming up out of the water with new life in christ and i love that he had to you know the, the seven times symbolism and I, I think it's a great reminder for us right now on a daily basis to kind of be baptized again uh in our mind and just say and with this mental leprosy attacks we can just on a daily basis say no i'm I'm dead. I'm dead to these thoughts and I'm alive in Christ. I'm dead to my past uh, and I'm alive to Christ. I am dead to my pride and I'm alive in Christ. I mean, right now is the time. I mean, I, everyone's in, in the house, kids, uh, our, our marriages. It's so easy for conflict or for, um, I don't know, offense, something to kind of take hold. And um, I think there's, there's without a doubt been an uptick all around the world in um, kind of tension and, and, and arguing and all that stuff inside the house. And right now, it's a time to die to our pride, be alive in Christ. It's, it's a time to ask um, to, for forgiveness, to say I'm sorry, and to forgive and just die to that. Die to, the, die to our pride. We are alive in Christ. Die to the fear. We are alive in Christ. Uh, die to the worry. Die to our anxiety. We are alive in Christ. Do what we know to do. Um, and that is cast it on him be thankful and just recognize we can die to our past and be alive in Christ. Whatever appetite or whatever thing we want to run to in our anxiety, we are dead to that and we are alive in Christ. My well-being comes from Christ and his power. Who I am and my family and our provision and our protection comes from him and his power. And, and as we move through this time here on the mission field, again, we are um, we're just believing God and that we're going to come out of this in a stronger position than we went in. And uh, if we had to put some construction projects on hold, even some new church plants on hold, when this is over, we're going to go back even stronger. Um, I believe that God is going to uh, awaken people in, in a way where they are looking like never before for a church and for a relationship with God. And people are being woken up to their own mortality and, and their own kind of vulnerability and and so I believe that God will use this uh, for, for something awesome in, in the end. And as we move, move forward and move out of this, um, we're going to have a, a testimony that God provided. He, he is who he says he is. He did what he said he would do, and he keeps doing it. And, and we're going to believe for more churches, um, be able to reach more people, that we're going to be able to rescue more kids and train more leaders than ever before. So again, thank you guys for your involvement Thank you for um, just being alongside us for this ride, for praying for us. Please keep praying for us, for wisdom, uh, for all the orphanage workers, for our pastors who are on the front lines in some of these villages and just trying to meet needs uh, to the best of our ability. Uh, for us here in Topeka, in the city, that, um, that we can just have wisdom on when we should open. Um, we're we're uh, basically trying to wait till we move to yellow on the green through red system. Once we hit yellow, we can uh, open a lot of our churches with um, some minimal restrictions. And so uh, just that God too would protect all the, the people in our churches as they're going through this time and, and um, that he'll keep providing, that he will continue to provide for the ministry, for our orphanage, um, and that we'll be able to end all this, all of us together say there is one God 
uh, over all of us. There's one God and he did this. So thank you guys. Hey, we're praying for you, for your churches. Um, for those of you who support us, thank you. You guys are in our prayers and um, we love you and we will uh, we'll be in touch. If you guys need more information, please do not hesitate to write. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you. And we will have more episodes out shortly. God bless you guys. so much for listening uh, to this episode. You can expect a new episode every couple of weeks. In the meantime, if you would like more information, check out h4mx.com.